I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima? 7 till 9. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back eight minutes after eight on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Uh, it's the week between Christmas and New Year's. You got me. I'm like the substitute teacher. Trey's off this week, so just try to look busy, okay, when the man walks around. Just shuffle some papers. We're not doing anything too seriously this week. There's not a, the, the news is kind of light, which is standard fare for, for holiday weeks like this. Not that there isn't really horrible crap going on in the world, but it's just kind of the same horrible crap that we talk about every day. But as I said yesterday, even corrupt politicians like their time off. Biden's going to the Virgin Islands. He ain't going to be slumming it in Rehoboth this week. He's going to the Virgin Islands for some Joe time. Um, how are you feeling in San Antonio? How are you feeling about life in San Antonio right now? I'm kind of curious. And by that, I mean... How how are you feel? Are you feeling safe? Uh, we, you know, we're hearing about more and more crime in this town. There's, you know, we have lots and lots of people who are out of doors, who are everywhere. They're they're coming up from the border through the migrant resource center, if you can call it that. The San Pedro neighborhood has really been overrun with folks. We have this story that is just beyond disturbing, and we don't know much about it. Don Morgan's been reporting on this all morning. Um, I first heard about this, uh, I guess it was last weekend, or this weekend, this past weekend. We have an 18-year-old woman pregnant, nine months pregnant, Savannah Soto, uh, went missing on Friday. She's from Leon Valley. That's that's my neck of the woods. I, I that that neighborhood that that stretch of Bandera Road and now on New Gilbo Road, that whole area of the world. That's my my stomping grounds. And uh, she went missing on Friday. She was supposed to go to the doctor on Friday morning to be have her pregnancy induced because she was nine months. It was time for the child to come out. She didn't show up. She went missing. The boyfriend was gone. And last night, McManus, Chief McManus uh, from the SAPD gave a press conference, a very brief press conference, where they found a couple in a car dead. And, uh, quote-unquote, they believe it's the bodies of uh, Savannah Soto and her boyfriend, Matthew Guerra. Uh, we, he, he is, it is being investigated as a homicide, although it has not yet been determined to be a homicide officially. And we really don't know very little beyond that. We know that, uh, uh, there's, we've heard some stuff about this boyfriend and alleged, alleged domestic violence stuff. So I don't know. We're, we're, the, the word that the chief used to describe the scene was, quote, perplexing. So I don't know. I don't know if this was a murder-suicide type of a situation, if it was a cartel thing or a gang thing. I don't know. We don't know. But in general, you know, you're you're seeing more violence. You're seeing more random crime in San Antonio. You're seeing more shoot 'em ups uh, we heard yesterday we were dealing with the the stat that uh, about twelve hundred guns have been stolen out of cars in San Antonio in uh, recent memory. A lot of car break ins. I know my neighbor's car got broken into uh, just the other week. We've never had anything like that in our neighborhood. In fact, we had a shoot 'em up. We had a couple of folks shooting at each other at the Walmart parking lot just down the street. So this stuff is—it just seems to be popping up everywhere, doesn't it? Uh, across the town, how are you feeling about living here? I mean, obviously, I fault city leadership and low vote, voter turnout for continuing to have the leadership we that we do, having to endure it. These are anti-cop people. These are, uh, you know, woke weirdos. And like a lot of cities that are that are run predominantly by Democrat leadership, uh, this town's going to hell. How do you feel about that? Here's John. John, what's going on with you? 
Well, Sean, I, I think you're missing the point. Um, we're looking for equity, and where previously only a very small portion of the city had to deal with crime and chronic uneasiness and just general malaise, now we all get to experience it. So I think you're looking at this from the wrong perspective. I mean, isn't that the idea? We're all supposed to suffer equally. Yes, that, equitably, we should all be miserable and poverty-stricken and horrible, living horrible lives. Especially well, as white fixing people, fixing the crime and the problems. <laughs> fixing the crime and the problems in that one in the one or two small areas we had them in, that was way too hard. So we just decided to spread it out everywhere <laughs> so that all of us could suffer equally. That was Is that the great. Idea. I, don't, I don't. I think you missed that. They're you doing a bang idea. up job of it, though, aren't they? Well, they certainly are. Kudos <laughs> to them. All right, man. I appreciate the call. Excellent point. Well, we were talking about that earlier. James and I were talking about that. He grew up here. And I've been here for about a dozen years now. And I was, as I said earlier in the show, I was very fortunate when I moved here. I was around a lot of people who, who were born and raised here. And like my wife. And, and uh, you know, well, these are the neighborhoods you don't really want to spend a lot of time in. These are the bad neighborhoods where stuff goes down or, you know, whatever. You knew where to go and where not to go. Whereas now it feels like it's every corner of the city. Yeah, there's really no place anymore where you're going to be immune to crime and vi- violence. In a town that was already kind of edgy. And uh, th- this is what we're seeing across the country with a lot of cities. Uh, certainly with the immigration problem, the illegal immigration, you're seeing a lot of small towns that are completely just being decimated by this stuff. So how are you feeling about, feeling about life in San Antonio right now? I'm just kind of curious. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving ever. <laughs> I'm going to stay right where I am. But sometimes when you stay put, you're able to see how things change. Uh, and I'm certainly seeing a change here in this city. Uh, Alex, how are you? Hello. Hey, Alex, what's going on? Oh, not much. Good morning. I just wanted to give my two cents worth. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the latest uh, video on Old Man Diaper. It looks like he walks out of the White House and says, I'm looking for my jello. I'm looking for my jello. Biden's looking worse. Yeah, he is. He definitely yeah, is. Yeah, and you know, the thing that really, really gets me, do we not have a czar? A czar? Yeah, remember he addressed her as his czar. His immigration czar, right, Kamala. Yeah, and one last thing. I don't know if you've seen the way... Reorcus comes out of his entourage SUV. It's not electric. It's gas-powered <laughs> with no, a smirk. I'd love to be the first one to wipe that off of his face. Well, the, 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 that, that electric stuff and all that living uh, uh, so we protect the planet, that's for us little people. It's like COVID. Yeah, that's for I'm us little my people. little calico called Bandit right now. You have a good day. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate the call. Always bizarre. Oh, it was an interesting experience. 210-599-5555. Talk about crime in San Antonio. How are you feeling about it? 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. 21 minutes after 8. I'm going to start eating James. Uh, you brought me a Whataburger breakfast sandwich. I'm going to start noshing on that big time. Because I'd never, I'd never ha- I made it through 12 years of living here without a... Never, I loved Whataburger. I think they suck now. I don't think they're as good as they used to be. Since they sold out to the suits in Chicago. But James, uh, you had said I'd never... Because I'd never tried a breakfast sandwich from Whataburger. Now you can't say that, buddy. So you brought me the sausage. What is it? Sausage burger? Sausage, sausage breakfast on a bun. With, breakfast on a bun. With grilled jalapenos. And it's really tasty. Mm. It's. I've been trying to hold off, really going to town on this thing until I get a little closer to the to the end of the show. You know, <laughs> for logistical reasons. Well, yeah, I've had a lot of operations. I got to be careful about <laughs> when and how I eat things. But it is very good. I, I have to admit, it's very tasty. And so uh, maybe we'll we'll talk further about that. Do you need me to go heat it up for you? No, no, I, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll be okay. All right, I didn't know. <laughs> I thought you were my wife for a second with a slightly deeper voice. Oh, I'm sorry. You want me to heat that up for you, mijo? Mr. John. Mr. John, I'll heat that up for you, Mr. John. 
But it's very tasty. I'm very surprised. I'm not a big breakfast sandwich guy. I don't tend to get breakfast sandwiches. But I, I that, that's tasty. This is probably the only one I get unless I make them at home because I got right. that sandwich maker and I can make the Egg McMuffins at home. Oh, you do? Is that one of those press-type things where it... Would you like, like a- for me to bring it in this week and we can make them here? <laughs> well, we are kind of hurting for material, so if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the sports guys want me to bring it, too. So I'll bring it in either tomorrow or Friday. and we'll make, sandwich maker. We'll make some Egg McMuffins. Right, egg and muffin, right here at the station, man. Yeah. So we can give you the actual experience as if you're eating the egg and muffin, too. We'll bring that to you through the magic of radio. Uh, beyond that, looking through the news, let's see, there's the, I talked about the chick, the Brazilian chick who cut off her husband's... Yeah, we covered that. Mm-hmm. We may revisit that just because it's funny. It shouldn't I, really think it's funny, but it is kind of funny. I think we will in the 10 o'clock hour. The 10 o'clock hour? Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. In the 10 o'clock hour, we'll probably revisit that. I think so. Another big news story. Colin Kaepernick and his girlfriend don't celebrate Christmas. This came out on, or I guess she's got a podcast. I know that's shocking that the the girlfriend of a guy like Colin Kaepernick has a podcast. Who doesn't have a freaking podcast at this point? Uh, what's her name? I don't even know what her name is. I think she's Muslim. A lot of people give her credit, blame for Kaepernick's uh, downfall. And well, she's like really politically activated. Yeah, she has said stuff too that is probably worse than what he has said. And she's Katrina B. Is that her? Oh God! Is that who it is? That's I don't know. Oh no, his girlfriend is Nessa Diad. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Nessa Diad. And uh, they were on uh, Nessa Off Air, the Nessa Off Air podcast. So that is her podcast with this Katrina B. chick. And they were talking about Christmas and how they don't give, her and Colin don't give presents. We don't celebrate Christmas. We don't give each other gifts. I think for Colin and I, we just enjoy really great experiences with each other year round. Boy, she runs his ass, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Who's wearing the pants in that relationship? It ain't you, Colin. She runs it. I bet it is her fault. I bet that's the only reason. <laughs> it's almost because of a woman, man. Was Colin Kaepernick like a real political guy prior to hooking up with this chick? Not real. Yeah, not that I not that I remember. We yeah, ever hear no. him talking this crap about politics and stuff no. before he met up with this chick. He loved his white parents that adopted him. His white, his honky parents, who gave him a nice life. Mm-hmm. College education through football. Right. Right. Made millions of dollars, uh, sued the NFL, got some money from the NFL. He's not hurting for any money. And then he starts having, I guess, you know, remarkable sex with this Muslim chick. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought I'd hear myself say those words. And all of a sudden, he's like taking a knee for the national anthem. He gets all political. Mm-hmm. Look, that's right. what killed football for my wife. My wife's a lifelong football fan, just like Trey, who loves football. And when the Colin Kaepernick stuff started, she, she peeled off. She's like, I, I can't support this anymore. She hasn't watched football since. He did more. I think that guy did more to kill the audience of football. Because people don't, look, people don't go to sports for politics. James, you're a big sports guy. Don, you watch a lot of sports. Yeah, that's all I do after this show. That's all he does. After six hours of what we cover, right? I watch six hours of either sports Mm -hmm. or sports talk shows just to forget all the sadness and stuff. He has two TVs in his living room, so he doesn't miss any of them. He does. (laughs) I do. But you don't want, but once they started dragging the politics into sports, it turned a lot of people off, man. It turned me off to the Spurs. Now he's mad he can't find a job. Who's yeah. that? Who Kaepernick? Kaepernick? Yeah, now he wants to demand it's racism, right? That he's not working in football. Yeah, right. Well, I, I have dude, you screwed yourself, man. Huh? Of Colin Kaepernick in twenty years, he's like Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. He's out there <laughs> <laughs> throwing himself a ball. <laughs> he's middle recording himself, <laughs> recording himself throwing a football. I used to be something, man. <laughs> if he really wanted to play football, yeah. The Canadian Football League would take him. <laughs> oh, in a heartbeat. Well, they'd take me, wouldn't they? I mean, no, they'd take anybody? No. Are they pretty no, good? No, you have a mesh. No, All no, right. No, no. Yeah. 
I, I'm just saying he screwed himself over. And that's because he was trying to impress a woman. There, I said it. Yeah, and don't show him his statistics his last two years in the league. Were they pretty bad? He sucked. He got benched. Yes. So when he claims that he's the only reason he's not in football is because of racism and people disagree with his politics, it's really because he sucks as a football player. Yes, these uh, billionaire owners, if somebody can play, I mean, Jerry Jones has given so many felons jobs on the football (laughs) field. He doesn't care as long as he can play. Yeah, so if Colin could really, really play, somebody would hire him. No, he says it's Islamophobia or some damn thing. No, no. It's the fact that he's not very good. Colin, it's because you suck, okay? And uh, you're not very good at playing football, and that's why you're not in football. And and plus, you're you're an extremely annoying dude. He's one of those really annoying dudes who's just got... He's got, you know, he went through his Malcolm X period, you know, where he's got the fist in the air, and he's Mr. Beret-wearing activist, you know, and he's Black Panthers, and he's all this. Got to have a beret or I can't believe you. It's got to have the beret and the huge <laughs> afro so that we know you're serious about your politics. And when you hear the guy talk, he's a moron. Like, there's no there's no real depth to a guy like Colin Kaepernick. I know, because back in the day when he was all the news, we read interviews with this guy. He's another one who had no idea what his own politics were really about. You know what I mean? It just was the cool thing to do at the time. And it didn't work out. And and apparently he has a really fun life with the with the girlfriend. They don't do Christmas. Because nothing says fun like not doing Christmas. He's not doing Christmas because his girlfriend told him not to do Christmas. I wonder if Harry and Meghan Markle did Christmas. This chick and Meghan ought to hook up. That's what I was thinking. They're yeah. probably besties. They both enjoy making <laughs> men miserable and ruining their lives. There's nothing. These are women who just really enjoy taking a very successful dude and utterly destroying him. You know, it's a power trip. That's why I keep my level of success very muted and very. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make sure you don't have a lot to lose. <laughs> so my wife, there's nothing to go for, right? You know, I say, you want to take me for all I, I'm worth. Bring a shoebox, baby. Okay, I'm in radio. Very muted. Yes, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. Trey's off this week, so it's just me, little old me. So whatever's on your brain, give us a call. 210-599-5555. Again, there's, a, the new, there's not a lot of exciting news this, this week. I mean, uh, the usual stuff is going on that we talk about every day. The war in Israel, the border, the economy. But as far as uh, breaking news stories, there's, you know, it's, there's not a lot. It's a holiday week. I I did see this. I it has to do with weight loss. And there's a new pill that may help people not eat so much. That might help people on their weight loss journey. Uh it's been developed by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. The pill is called Vibratory Ingestible Bioelectronic Stimulator, or VIBES for short. Dude, it's a pill you swallow, and it vibrates in your stomach. It's got a little motor on it. This is uh, according to the MIT uh, re- uh, magazine, uh, review the article that's reviewing this from MIT. The Massachusetts Institute of Technology, MIT. They're smart people over there. The capsule, about the size of a large vitamin, houses a tiny motor that starts vibrating when it hits the stomach, stimulating the organ's stretch receptors. In other words, you swallow a little pill that freaking vibrates in your guts, and it tricks your stomach into thinking you've, you've already eaten enough. It, it stimulates your stretch receptors in your stomach by vibrating. Um, that just sounds like a bad idea to me. Here, you know, I know. Th- th- here's the deal, and I'm going to say this, and I don't know if people are going to think I'm being awful or not. Don't you kind of think? Don't most people know how to lose weight? Don't don't most people really sort of know? what they need to do to lose weight. 
if they really, really, really wanted to lose weight. Now, I, I get it. There's thyroid problems. There's biological issues, gen- genetic issues. But don't we all sort of know what to do if we want to lose weight? It's just whether or not we're willing, you know, willing or are we? do we really want to do it, do what we have to do to lose weight? No. And that's why we need vibrating pills, right? Vibrating pills to trick our stomachs, our stretch receptors in our stomach to think that we've eaten a, a whole bunch of food when we really haven't. But don't we sort of know that it's just about it's about what you eat and how much you exercise? I here's the deal: if you want to lose weight, and I know because I've lived this, if you want to lose weight, you will lose weight if you eat nothing but plant based stuff. If you eat nothing but plant based, and I'm not saying go vegan forever or vegetarian, or whatever the word is now. I'm not even sure what each describes. I'm not sure which is which. What, you know, vegan, vegetarian, I don't know. Eat a lot of plants and stuff. Okay, I had to lose a bunch of weight a year ago for this, my latest hernia operation. And I kind of waited to the last minute, and I was still kind of porky there. The nurse practitioner that I see was my doctor, essentially, she said, eat, James, she said, eat plant-based material. Just eat plant-based food. Just eat nothing but plant-based food. You will lose weight. So you know what I did? I ate nothing but plant-based food for a couple of months, and wow, I lost weight. And I didn't even do a lot of extra exercise. My wife and I take a walk, you know, every other day. We take a walk down the street. So I wasn't hitting the gym, Right. Wasn't doing any of that happy crap. I merely, all I did was I ate plant-based stuff for a couple of months, and I lost weight. It's really that simple. And some of it wasn't bad. I mean, I I could go back to eating plant-based stuff tomorrow, and I wouldn't, it really wouldn't bother me that much, because the stuff, you can buy plenty right now that's plant-based, and it doesn't taste that much different. It's a little pricier, yeah. Plant-based stuff costs a little bit more money, but everything costs a little bit more money. I'm just saying, if people want to lose weight, it's really pretty simple how you go about losing weight. And so, if people have issues losing weight, I'm sorry, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that that they're not doing what they have to do to lose weight. The body's a fairly simple machine. (laughs) In other words... I, I, I hope you don't think you need a vibrating capsule. <laughs> that you want to eat a capsule with a freaking motor in it to stimulate your stretch receptors. And to trick your stretch receptors into thinking you had a full meal when you didn't. Just eat plant-based stuff and you will lose weight. Um, I probably have gained a few pounds this past week because I have not done that. Yesterday, I pretty much finished off all the cookies, all the holiday cookies myself. All the chocolate's gone. I've eaten all the chocolate over the past 48 hours. I just went on a chocolate binge, man. I've been eating a lot of crap, and I feel like hell. You know why? Because when I eat a lot of crap, I feel like hell. If I don't want to feel like hell, I don't eat a lot of crap. But I've eaten a lot of crap the past couple of days. Did I tell you, James, about the dessert that I fixed myself? Where There were so many choices. So what I did, I had apple pie, I had birthday cake, I had ice cream, made cookies. I made a bowl the other day, I think it was yesterday, where I put a little pie at the bottom. Okay. Some birthday cake at the bottom of a bowl. I heated them both up, gave a little heat to them. All right. Dumped a whole bunch of cookies and cream ice cream on top of the warm pie and cake. And then smashed up a few cookies with M&M's on them. And I ate that crap. Okay. Now, I'm going to feel like hell after eating something like that. Yeah. It felt good. I enjoyed the hell out of it, eating it. But I'm just, I guess what I'm trying to say is diet and weight really isn't that deep. It's not that complex. Cut back on your portions. That's it. Go for a walk. Go for a walk. Every now and then. Like every 
three days. You don't have to do it every day. You don't have to be like Nuremberg, you know, sweating your ass off in your personal gym 24 hours a day. But on the plant-based foods, every now and then, have a plant-based meal. Just one, not the if whole day. If you just day. mix it up a little, you'll be fine. Yeah. If you really want to lose weight fairly quickly, and I found out, you just eat plant-based stuff and you will lose weight. And some people can't exercise to the extent sure. that they need. Sure. But once you start losing weight, you can start maybe doing that walk just up and down the block. I'm just saying there are ways to lose weight that don't involve freaking vibrating capsules, getting your stomach stapled. <laughs> you know, some of these weird treatments that people do when it's really fairly simple. So how long does the capsule stay in your body? I don't know. It's, I guess you moves through fairly quickly like anything else so the motor has a it's got a motor in it so it has a life span of the motor i guess they tried this on animals where they gave animals the vibrating capsule and they noticed the animals whatever kind of animals they used didn't feel much like eating after eating the vibrating capsule well, the millennials are going to buy them all and we'll run out of them at the stores just like everything else because they just diuretic. Oh, I lose weight. Yeah, oh, yeah, they love that crap, right. What is that, Ozentric or whatever they were taking? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Little weirdos. There'll be a black market for vibrating <laughs> food capsules. They'll get it wrong and put it in the wrong place. Researching. <laughs> well, it could be fun depending on where you put it. Researchers found that animals given the drug 20 minutes before eating had st- stimulated the release had stimulated the release of hormones that signaled satiety. Sated. You're, when you're sated, you've eaten enough. And reduced their food intake by about 40%. Or they were just freaked out because there was something vibrating in their freaking stomach and they didn't feel like eating. Who knows? 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Yeah, and we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. The Sean Show coming up next. I'll be sitting in for myself. And the phone lines are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. We're also, as we go through the week, we're going to be doing more of the, these, this year in review, right? This year in review. Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day because we, I, I mentioned yesterday, we, we, I don't know why, for some bizarre reason, my wife and I sat through the Barbie movie over the weekend. It sucked, by the way. And I was thinking about that, and the, and the other big movie of the year, which wasn't expected, but it was Sound of Freedom. We spent weeks talking about Sound of Freedom, and now it's a Jim Caviezel movie put out by a faith-based production company uh, about the horror of child sex trafficking. And uh, that was a very small budget movie that nobody expected to do anything. Uh, it gets a major distributor, and uh, they, they actually well, they, they were making money hand over fist, even while they were giving away free tickets left and right, just because they thought people should see it. Movie did very well, but Barbie and Sound of Freedom kind of have something in common for me, in that I don't think either one was a great movie. I don't think Sound of Freedom was a great movie. When I saw it, I thought it was kind of lame. I just didn't think it just wasn't a great movie. And one of the reasons I think it wasn't a great movie is because the message was obviously more important than making a good movie about the message, which is what a lot of faith-based movies, that's where they screw up, in my opinion, is the message is everything, and they don't really, it seems like they're so secure in the message of it that they don't try to make a decent movie. Barbie's the same thing. Barbie is a lousy movie with this huge message that they can't stop shoving down your throat about patriarchy and men running everything uh, and, and men are awful and evil. And, the, and, and people get tribal about movies that are about a certain message, right? There were people who were all up in arms about uh, Sound of Freedom and we got to do something now about this. Same thing with Barbie. We've got to stop the patriarchy. 
People were walking out of both movies weeping. Now, I, arguably, if you come out of Sound of Freedom weeping, okay, you're, you're, you're not too far off base from how you should be reacting to that movie. If you walk out of freaking Barbie crying your eyes out, there's something wrong. You need psychological help because that movie was insipid. But both movies kind of suffered. I, I had the same reaction to both movies. I thought both movies were crummy movies. They were just not very good movies. But the message, man. And so if you don't want to see the movie or you think the movie's bad, it's because you disagree with the message, man, and you're a hater. But no, I just don't think either one was a very good movie. Barbie was freaking exhausting to watch. And I know Don Morgan was talking about, uh, is it Ryan Reynolds? Is that the guy? I I get Ryan, Ryan Re- Reynolds me- mixed up Gosling. With, Go- with Ryan Gosling. I get my Ryans mixed up. I thought he was annoying as pee. I thought the whole movie was annoying. But then again, I thought Sound of Freedom was annoying. And I was supposed to like that because of what it was about. My point is, and I said this at the time, Sound of Freedom came out. If you really want to get your message across or to get whatever it is you're trying to express to people through your your art, whether it's a film or it's a song, TV show, a painting, a photograph, whatever it may be, you will accomplish that better if you focus on the creative, if you focus on the art of it. A really great movie will get its message across to you in a much deeper level than a crappy movie, and it's all message. And that's kind of the feeling I had both from arguably the two most controversial movies of the year, Barbie and Sound of Freedom. Both were kind of mediocre movies. Uh, We'll take a break. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Sean Reimer, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And it's the Sean Show, and I'm Sean. Six minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. And the phone lines are open 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Well, the Michigan Supreme Court, uh, Michigan State Supreme Court has ruled on the attempt in that state to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. Uh, and they have ruled against that idea. Michigan is not going to uh, is not going to remove Donald Trump from the ballot based upon uh, January sixth, which is what Colorado did last week. As you know, it was about a, actually a perfect week ago. Colorado Supreme Court ruled on the Fourteenth Amendment that the president uh, is it, it, Donald Trump cannot run for the presidency because he is an insurrectionist and he inspired a rebellion. Uh, Which is a fairly arcane part of the uh, uh, Constitution that deals primarily or was put into place primarily after the Civil War. Uh, Even though it really wasn't used. And many of the folks who were involved in the the Civil War, who fought in the Civil War, ended up having or achieving uh, places of... uh, uh, elected office later on they were not precluded from from uh, running for higher office in america because of their activities or who they were in the civil war so the 14th amendment really wasn't even used for what it was supposed to be used for as far as i could tell uh and the argument that donald trump is disqualified because he is an insurrectionist is laughable the the whole idea that Donald Trump inspired and was all about fomenting, if you will, the so-called insurrection of January 6th, which it really, it that was not an insurrection. That was not an insurrection. You don't get guided tours on, on insur- during an insurrection by Capitol Police. You, it, that was a selfie. That's what I've been saying since January 6th. It, it, it was a selfie. People were taking pictures, but a a lot of people have been put in jail and are still sitting in jail who haven't had any due process. You got guys who were sent away from the poor boys who were sent away for the rest of their life, basically, and they weren't even freaking there. 
What's an insurrection? I'll tell you what an insurrection is. Taking over police headquarters in various cities during the George Floyd riots. Firebombing police and, and public buildings. That's more insurrectiony than what you saw on January 6th. Not to mention, if a state Supreme Court rules that a candidate can't be on a ballot for whatever contrived reasons, you're also saying to the people in that state who would vote for that candidate that you don't matter, you're invisible. And this from the people who can't shut up about democracy and how we have to save democracy and Donald Trump's a threat to democracy. So they damage democracy by trying to fight the guy they say is trying to damage, uh, trying to damage democracy. It's it's all political. We know what's going on here. They don't want Donald Trump getting back into office. He, he scares the crap out of them. He rattles the uh, collective cages of the swamp and the status quo. He was also an extraordinarily effective president, so he shows up a lot of career politicians for their own inept behavior and their own lack of expertise in, in solving problems or actually governing people, as Donald Trump did and has done throughout most of his life. There's no real argument for what Colorado State State Supreme Court in Colorado did, and there's plenty of other states, over a dozen other states, that want to do the same thing. And basically, yeah, they're kind of peeing on the Constitution, and they're peeing on the idea that you should have a say in who runs your country. That you, as an American citizen, citizen should have a say in, in your leadership, which is the cornerstone of all this stuff we're doing here in America and what it's supposed to represent. Personal liberty, personal freedom, small government, government ruled by the people for the people. And people who want to rule your ass via the government don't want a guy like Donald Trump getting back in. And this is just yet another example, but at least in Michigan, it didn't work. 210-599-5555. Here's TJ. TJ, how you doing? TJ, are you there? There you are. Hey, there man. Go. What's going on? Hey, uh, not a happy, not a happy, not a happy whatever it is. Monday, Tuesday, I don't know what it is. You're not happy um, today. Not today. Last week, you had a guy called about... Uh, Audie Murphy housing illegals, and I'm like, you know, I gotta verify that. I gotta verify. I gave 22 years. You know, I was in the army for 22 years. Thank you for your service. Uh, excellent. But uh, so my 22 years go on the back burner because now they gotta take care of illegals because it is now. I just now saw it on on Fox News that it was true because I wasn't not, and I'm like, well, maybe it's not true. Maybe it's not true. Are you talking about? about folks not being able to get into like the VA and, and their services are restricted because there a lot of the VA doctors are being sent down to the border to handle the illegals. Well, it, it, it says that they're using the VA right. to take care of illegals. Right. And I'm like, uh, what about me? I, I, I gave you 22 years. What about me? You should be first in you line know? to be cared for. Absolutely. No, it's but horrible anyhow. what's going on. It's horrible. Our vets should be first in line for everything in this country. They sure as hell shouldn't be scrambling for health services amidst uh, a bunch of illegals and living under overpasses. I mean, it's horrible what the way our, we've treated our vets. Yeah. Vets before wets. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just going to let that sit there, man. Wow. I actually agree. Alex, how are you? Right hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, tell TJ if if she wants to get together, we'll we'll I'll throw in some money and we'll start printing some t shirts. Vets for wet. <laughs> oh my god, all right. Hey, oh Lord. Program. What, yeah, what, a, what are you thinking, man? Travesty what we're we're talking about. We got billions, hundreds of billions of dollars right. floating all over the planet except America. Yeah. And until the American people realize we're just a bunch of peons to these people, they're going to keep getting exactly what they deserve. I agree. Military. Military? Okay, those orders or those executive orders from Joe Biden, those are called illegal orders. Hmm. They go against the Constitution of the United States, 
therefore they are not subject to being being obeyed okay mm. that's you know I, I just don't get it the border patrol the military ice all of them they're obeying fbi all of them are obeying illegal orders from an illegal president that guy doesn't need to be impeached he needs to be arrested oh okay, i agree reason but you've got what ha- what's happened is the bureaucrats have really kind of taken over the government the bureaucrats who are basically the stooges for guys like biden and for that agenda uh they they've spent a goodly amount of time basically uh seeding all these various agencies of the government with people who agree absolutely with all of this stuff so you wonder well, why why ask, why yeah. F, the FBI is why agents aren't turning against the legal orders why other folks in the military aren't you know, they've been populating these aspects of the government or these levels of the government for a long time with ideologues with bureaucratic ideologues who well, agree with all of this right crap after the election I said it right after the election the morning after the election you just saw a coup in the United States yeah, okay? I agree and that's what it was yeah. Okay, and now we're living with it. I agree, absolutely. VA, you know, they've got they've got the doctors from the VA taking care of illegal immigrants mm-hmm. before our veterans. What mm-hmm. the heck is going on with our country? This is insanity. It's upside down. Okay. It really is. Have a great week. Thank you, brother. Uh, um, happy New Year's. Happy New Year's <laughs> to you as well. Yeah, I mean, it's really an America last policy. I think Trump said that or coined that phrase. It's America last. And what did the president from Mexico say the other day? Well, if we would give more financial assistance to some of these countries, they would stay there and wouldn't come to the U.S. If only we would just prop up the economies of all these crappy countries and people wouldn't want to leave those crappy countries. It's our fault for not infusing them with money so they're they're less crappy to live in. Because that makes sense. Obviously, that's our responsibility, right? It's madness. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. The Sean Rima Show. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. How are you? Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins coming up later at 11. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. We got to talk about the chick in Brazil uh, who uh, had a disagreement with her husband. I've been waiting. to. They still haven't released her name. I want to see what she looks like, dude. I want to see the mug shot, and I haven't seen the mug shot yet. A woman in Brazil, she's 34 years of age. Uh, allegedly discovered that her husband, who was 39, had been sleeping with their her 15-year-old niece. Now, in Brazil, because you know how those people live, in Brazil, the age of consent is 14. So the husband, if in fact he did sleep with a 15-year-old niece, is not in any trouble because there's an age of consent. But... Our Brazilian woman found out about this. And uh, let's see. uh, She turned herself into police in the town she lives in on December 22nd. Allegedly, she told officers, good evening, officer. I came to introduce myself because I just cut off my husband's penis. Uh, she flushed it down the toilet as well. She, she lured her husband into the bedroom, tied him to the bed. Wow. I bet he was thinking, oh, this is going to be fun. And then once she had him immobilized, she removed his special purpose. She removed it, which, you know, is pretty easy to have done in medical situations these days. (laughs) It was a non-medical situation. She removed, she cut it off. She apparently photographed it and then flushed it down the toilet because, as she told officers, she had heard you can reattach those things. Chica wanted to make sure that he couldn't reattach nothing. She flushed it down the toilet, man. 
There is no word on his condition, uh, you know. She has been charged with uh, attempted murder. I just think it's interesting that she she turned herself in and very politely apparently said, I just cut off my husband's penis. You're probably going to want to arrest me. Yeesh. Whew. Don't tell me there's more than two genders, man. There's only two genders, and one of them, you piss them off, man, you piss women off. Ooh, man. She done removed the damn... The, she removed his blankety-blank. She cut it off and flushed it down the toilet, man. So he will. they will never be reunited. Lorena Bobbitt, that guy got lucky because she tossed it out the window of her car, and they were able to find it. And after they dusted it off, <laughs> were able to reattach it. This, <laughs> get the dust off there. Uh, but, you know, this dude, no, not so lucky. It was flushed. It ain't coming back, dude. It's going through his mind, I wonder. Well, he's never going to have sex with a 15-year-old again, or anybody else for that matter. Here's Mike. Mike, how are you? Mike, how you doing, man? Are you there? We lose Mike? Oh, sorry. Yeah, his phone's been dropping lately, but he was in Laredo for a long time, so he'll call back probably. It's because he speaks the truth and the man is trying to shut down his signal. Well, they don't want to hear a black conservative. The last thing they want to hear is anything from a black conservative. Who traces across the nation and sees everything. He sees everything, man. When you're a trucker, you see everything, man. He's like a reporter for us. He really kind of is. We love Mike. So, Mike, give us a call back when you get your signal. 210-599-5555. We're also taking your calls on the Brazilian woman who chopped off her husband's penis because he was sleeping with her niece. I'm feverishly looking for her mugshot, and I can't I'd find really it. like to see what she looks like. I'm curious, too. Because if she's really attractive, it's even going to be more like, dude, what were you doing, man? What's wrong with you? Age of consent, 14. That's kind of icky, isn't it? Yeah. That's a little icky, man. But 14. Okay. I mean, let's just be fair. We have 15 and 16-year-old single mothers here in San Antonio. Yes, we do. So. Yes, we do. But we don't have the laws like that. They're, you know. Our consent is a little higher. <laughs> Smidge. What's it, 18? I think so. Yeah, 18. It should be 18. It should always be 18. So anyway, so she was a, she was a little hacked off uh, that, she, uh, that he was sleeping with her 15-year-old niece. So she hacked something off. <laughs> that is like the worst thing you can do to a dude. There, is there anything worse than that to do to a dude? To cut that off, to remove that. I've had nightmares where that happens. Have you ever had that nightmare if you're a dude? You ever have that nightmare where you're you're like dreaming and all of a sudden it's just not there, it's gone, it's been removed somehow? And you're like wandering through the dream. Or is this just me? It's just my screwed up psychology? I've had the dream where that was gone. That had been removed, that somehow came off. And in the dream I'm like, what am I going to do? Was it after the Barbie movie? No. Okay, because Ken, you know, he doesn't have nothing. Philosophically, Barbie removed my penis. <laughs> Philosophically and ideologically, yeah, that was one big two-hour cast- act of castration. Barbie, that movie sucked. Do you know how many golden... It's up for Golden Globes and Oscars. There, that, that movie, I guarantee you, is going to win some major freaking awards. Whether it's their Oscars or Golden Globes. And that movie sucked. And that movie was awful, man. It was just a bad movie. But nobody's going to know if they win an award because the viewership on the awards have There's just only like drawer. three gay guys that still watch the Oscars anymore, right? That's it. Like three gay guys. That's it. Nobody else cares. I think less people watch the Oscars now than even watch the Tonys. I think the Tonys, and nobody cares about the Tonys, I think the Tonys have a few more audience members than the Oscars at this point. Do you know that the Oscars have fallen by the wayside when the highlight of the Oscars in the previous 10 years was Will Smith punching out Chris Rock? Like, that was the best moment. That was the best Oscar moment in a long time. 
And it was an assault, basically. <laughs> so Barbie is up for a bunch of awards, man. Margot Robbie is up for best actor or actress or whatever the hell they're calling themselves now. I think it's up for best picture. And it was a piece of crap. Uh, how can you have best actress? And you can't have best actress. My daughter told me what for because I had been referring to her as a young actress. And she got. And she on, said, "She said, you hey, you- you're an a- I'm an actor, not an actress. There's no such thing as an actress. I'm an actor. I go, okay, baby. Okay, it's all good. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. We'll take a break. It's Sean on Newstalk five fifty KTSA. Yeah, and we're back. New stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. How are you? 938. Let's go to the phones. 210-599-5555. Trucker Mike. Mike, how you doing, man? Yeah. Yeah, how you doing, Sean? Yeah, I dropped the call. I was I was in such shock at what I seen on TV a few minutes ago. Hey, I know you've seen this uh, caravan that's oh. uh, walking their way towards the U.S. It's just ridiculous, Sean. There's over. Uh, they say there's over five thousand to eight thousand people in this caravan uh, making their way towards the U.S. And he, you should see the attitude that these people have. They were interviewing some of these individuals, and they they are like the U.S. owes them this that we have to take care of them that that we can't deny them access to the United States. Mm. It's just, it's just appalling, child. Like I said, never in my life. You know, I, I remember when I was younger, I used to see you know these type of things happening overseas in Afghanistan and. Syria, you know, with people, refugees going to other countries, but I never thought it would happen in the U.S. Mm. This, this is totally ridiculous, Sean, and, uh, and Joe Biden is doing absolutely nothing to stop these people. You can't, you can't allow 10,000 people to come into your country every day, and we're not, not only we're talking about the diseases that these people, they're not, they're not giving these people no kind of immunizations or nothing. Nope. They're not checking the background of these people. Uh, like I told you yesterday, they got 17 people that was on the terrorist watch list that made their way into, tried to get into the U.S. last week. This, this is simply appalling. And, 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 then, and then for Colorado to have a nerve to say that they're not going to put Donald Trump on the ballot when you got Joe Biden uh, allowing the border to be wide open, it's mm. just totally ridiculous. I never, never in my life that I think America would be like this. Uh, all I can say is God bless America and hopefully 2024 will be a lot better because this is totally ridiculous and I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thanks, Mike. I agree with everything you just said, man. And hopefully, yeah, I appreciate the call. Hopefully we turn it around uh, somehow in 2024. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I mean, obviously getting Trump back in the Oval Office will be a good start because you know, we know what he's going to do. We know what he will do. He said it. For day one, you know, I'm going to tighten up that border, do what I have to do, roll back the refugee policies and all the other policies from his time in office that had illegal immigration down to a trickle. Plus, I think a lot of illegal immigration will dry up just by virtue of the fact that Donald Trump is in the Oval Office. Um. But I don't know, but you can't do much about the people who are here, which I think is why it's getting worse. I think the message is out there that, hey, if you're coming, do it now. And as we've talked about before, a lot of it's intentional. I believe most of it's intentional. This is about votes. That's all it is. Money and votes. And the real world impact of this crisis at the border that we don't have to be enduring. This doesn't have to be going on. And all the violence and crime and trafficking and fentanyl and death and destruction that comes with it. Well, you know. When you're building a new America, you got to break a few eggs, right? 29,000 came over during the Christmas break. 29 that we know of. Actually, there's 9,000 they just added in uh, the other day. Uh, that hadn't been figured in before. So over 30-odd thousand, almost 40,000 people that we encountered over the Christmas holiday. That's has That doesn't include the number, obviously, of people that we didn't encounter who just made it into the country. Millions of people over the past three years are now living in this country illegally. And uh, I I don't know I don't know I don't know how you come back from that I don't know what you do about yes stop the flow 
stop the hemorrhage, tighten up that border as soon as you can, absolutely. But you can't possibly deport millions of people who are already here. These idiots uh, out of the Biden administration are giving them hearings that are scheduled 10 years out. Think about that for a second. In a decade, you're going to have a hearing about your refugee status. Very obviously, what's at play here is to flood the country with people you think are going to vote your way. There's no other way to there's no other explanation for for why they would want this, why anyone would want what's going on. But but at least do me the give me the respect, give the rest of us the respect, the intellectual respect of at least not saying that the reason you support an open border is because you care about people. No, that's not why you want an open border. Because you know what? People's lives are being destroyed and decimated. Not a single one of those people can get across that border without cartel sponsorship. It doesn't happen. You have to have cartel sponsorship uh, to get across the border. Uh, So, yeah, and all the uh, lovely stuff that goes along with that sponsorship... And that uh, stewardship, if you will, of the border by the cartels. We're losing territory to the cartels who buy and sell people and uh, treat kids like objects and treat other human beings like objects. So if you're for an open border, that's what you're supporting. You're for that. You're for sex trafficking. You're, You're for the abuse of children and the sale of children. You're for, you know, fentanyl deaths by the tens of thousands every year. You're for all that stuff. You you can't be for the open border and not also be for all the horrible crap that comes with it. And so that's where I get sick and tired of some of these liberal idiots or anti-Trump idiots who try to make him and Greg Abbott and even DeSantis out to be the heartless ones. They don't care about people. You don't care about people. If you're pro-open border, if you support the policies of this administration along the border, you are pro-death, you are pro-violence, you are pro-trafficking, and you really can't intellectually worm your way out of that. You can try, but then you're just a freaking liar on top of everything else and a hypocrite. It's, it's horrible what is being perpetrated against the American people and the people coming across the border who themselves are being used. Uh, and, and again, yeah, getting Trump back into office would be, good, would be a good start, but I, I think the damage has already been done. You can't just make all those people go away. What do you think? 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Let me know what you're thinking. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. We've got a few minutes left in this hour. We'll be back for another full hour. Phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. What is it you were... James is talking to me because I I don't very often pay attention to the sports because I don't follow sports. It's not your bag, man. It's not my bag, man. Unless it's baseball. I like baseball. But what, what there was a what was the story you brought, just brought up to me off air because that was interesting. So Texas State played Rice right up in SMU Stadium up in Dallas right, and by the end of the first half, the Texas State fan side of the stadium was sold out of beer. <laughs> it's not even halftime. Rice being wow. the intellectual school. <laughs> Right. They had plenty of beer on their side, so the Texas State fans are having to go in the second half to the other side of the stadium to get a beer because they had partied and drank it all. They drank all their beer, man. That's funny. Well, Texas State in the mid-'80s was constantly ranked in Playboy's party schools in the top ten nationwide. Why does that not shock me? Well, it was back then. It was like when you flunked out of A&M or UT, you would end up going to Southwest Texas State. That was the typical uh, trend. Right, right. So the alumni, our first ever bowl game, Dallas isn't that far. They drove up and they partied. (laughs) 
That's funny. That cracks me up, man. <laughs> he drank all the beer, man. It's getting some uh, respect from nationwide sports magazines. <laughs> They're like, wow, that's impressive, Texas State. First bowl game, sell out beer, check. I respect that. I respect, even though I don't partake anymore myself. Um, what else? When the, uh, I, I, you know these, when you're on Facebook, because I only do Facebook. It's the only thing I'm on. You know, you have these short reels and videos at the very top of the news feed. I don't do them, but I guess people do little video, you know. And if you if you watch one, then you set off an algorithm, and then like that, that's all you freaking see, right? So at some point last week, I accidentally looked at a Billie Eilish video. And now, so it's all Billie Eilish videos. I just see, keep seeing Billie Eilish videos, her talking about stuff, her laughing, her you know doing whatever she does. Can I be honest with you about Billie Eilish? She looks like she smells bad. She just looks dirty. She just looks unsanitary. I can't explain it. She might shower every single day of her life. She might shower multiple times in a given day. She might use. She might do some deep conditioning. But why is it to me? She just looks dirty. She just looks like she. You know what I mean? It's greasy hair. It's the greasy hair. Mm-hmm. Haven't you picked up too that Gen Z like the bathing thing is kind of questionable with them in general? Don't a lot of them look like they need a shower really, really badly? And I know it's me saying this. That's what makes it funny. Well, I know. And it's not like my <laughs> bathing habits have always been that that exemplary or regular. You know, but I, I'm i just saying as a generation, they just look like they smell bad. And Billie Eilish looks like she smells bad. I have no idea what Billie Eilish smells like. I've never sniffed her. Maybe Joe has. Maybe the president has. We should ask him. Hey, on your sniffing tours, did you ever get a whiff of Billie Eilish? Is it good? Does it smell bad? It's like, Don, when you're in Houston, when you're in Austin and you're bouncing around Austin and you see all the hippie chicks, and let's say you're in Austin in like August, don't they all look like they smell really bad with the hairy armpits? You know what I mean? I'm just I've saying. I've not spent enough time there to indulge in that type of behavior. Right? Well, I haven't smelled a lot of people in Austin either, but I have mm-hmm. seen them with my own eyes. I'm just right. saying they're a very grubby generation. And Billie Eilish just, I keep seeing these stupid videos, and she just looks like she smells bad. Like sweat and cheese or something. <laughs> sweat and cheese. She just looks like a white chick that smells like sweat and cheese. She looks I don't icky. see that. I don't get that at all. I don't know why. Maybe she, she might smell wonderful. She might smell like tulips. I don't know. Just saying she looks dirty, and I can't get away from her stupid videos right now. Because you accidentally clicked on one. I watched a Billie Eilish video when I was very, very bored. Right. And I thought to myself, God, she looks like she smells. So then I didn't watch anymore. But now they're all all my... It's like the week before I was looking at Sopranos videos. You know, if you watch one video, the algorithm is in place. Right. And so all I kept seeing was Soprano videos. This week, it's Billie Eilish videos. And I'm just saying she looks icky. She just looks like she smells bad. Hey, Don. Yeah. I think his algorithm ran out of trampoline videos. <laughs> There's only so many. Yeah, right. There's only so many chicks on trampoline videos. What's the ride oh, that they do the videos where it shoots them up into the air? The slingshot. You ever see those videos where the chicks are on right. the slingshot ride? Oh, at the amusement parks? Yeah, and their boobs yeah, go the everywhere. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, those were. Very, I had a very. I was on that algorithm for quite a while. Yeah. And that dried up. Now it's just Billie Eilish all over the place. And she just looks like she needs some serious deodorant. That's all. I could be totally wrong about that. Maybe I should try to watch a couple of Slingshot videos to get all the Billie Eilish Eilish videos off my Facebook page. Right. Obviously, my life is fairly tame right now. This is the stuff that besets my mind. A new odd proclivity to pass the time. (laughs) Odd proclivity. I've gotten so boring. You went from monkeys... Monkeys, the girls on trampolines. Right. Girls in slingshots. Yes. And now Billie Eilish. My life is pretty, I'm pretty boring yeah, these days. I'm, I'm getting old and boring. Yeah. I'm talking about young people smelling bad now, like an old fart. Mm-hmm. I bet she smells horrible. And uh, and that's my life right now. Although I will admit that I'm a little, and this is just between us, don't tell my wife. This is just between you, you guys and me. Please, anybody listening, don't tell my wife this. Okay. 
I'm it's just Joe. between us, okay? It's just between us. I love my wife. It's just between us. I'm getting just a little burnt out on the Hallmark movies. Just a, just a little bit of freezer burn going on when you watch as many as I have over the past few weeks. You hit the mm-hmm. Hallmark movies pretty hard this year. I did. Yeah. And I'm starting to burn out just a little. Right. Just a smidge. And I notice this because my wife, if I join, uh, if I just walk into the room and she's watching one, she likes to catch me up on the plot. You know, which could take several minutes. No, no, that's her best friend from high school, and they never dated, but she always liked him. But then she went off and went to the big city, and she stayed home in the crummy little town and worked her mom's bakery. Then he became a realtor. He wants to come in and like re- redevelop the entire town and kill Christmas. And, and she'll explain to me, and, and it used to be like, oh, really? She runs the bakery shop? Now I'm like, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah. Yeah, babe, yeah, it's fascinating. Just getting a little burnt out. All right. We'll be back.